You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Well, hello there, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro, and it is Tuesday, September 25th, and I am pumped about today's episode. I am about to drop some truth bombs on you about expanding your contact list and finding new people to connect with that are going to become your future potential clients and members of your team. This is hands down one of the things that people tell me all of the time is holding them back from reaching success is finding people that actually want to um, take part in the services that they have to provide. So we're gonna dive into that today. I have got a list of ways that I myself grew my contact list from zero people. I had zero followers on Instagram. I had less than 100 friends on Facebook. I did not have a blog, a podcast, a YouTube channel. All of this was grown very organically and on my own. So I'm gonna share that with you guys today because I know many of you listening are people that are building this business just at home in the comfort of your couch and a warm, cozy blanket and maybe in the pockets of your already busy life. And it is absolutely possible. So before we do that, our listener of the week, I wanna just give a shout out to Sarah Regner. She wrote a review on iTunes and I just wanna say thank you so much for the love. Um, I absolutely love this podcast. Melanie has an eloquent way of getting down to the point to help you grow your business and it is all backed with passion. Um, I have been a consistent follower and I look forward to learning and growing each week with her. Definitely a must listen for a business grower or just an everyday refocus and recharge moment. And I do hit you with those truth bombs. So, Sarah, if you are listening, send me an email at mjmitro at gmail.com and I will send you a little gift for writing a review. If you'd like to be the listener of the week, go ahead and drop a review over at iTunes and you just might be the lucky listener next week. All right, so... Let's dive in and let's get started. So one of my one of my favorite books that I read very early on in, in building my network marketing business, and one that I still feel is extremely relevant now, is GoPro by Eric Worre. Uh, Seven Steps to Becoming a Network Marketing Professional. In this book, I love how Eric Worre just really gets raw and real with you about the kinds of people that get into network marketing, the kinds of people that succeed at it. And then he also talks about these principles, seven principles that help you build a super strong network marketing business. And all these skills are things that when I read them, when I read this book for the first time, I was within the first six months of my business. And I can remember that 
feeling just in the first couple of chapters when he talks about taking ownership of your business and firing your upline and saying, you know, my success in my business does not depend on my upline and how much support they give me and whether they're there mentoring me or not. It is absolutely up to me to do the work. And I get on a very consistent basis, I will get messages from people saying, you know, I really wish I was on your team or I want to switch organizations or I can't be successful because I don't have a team like you do. And I want to call BS. And I want to just say that if you want to be successful at building a network marketing business, you have to chuck the excuses aside. And you have to realize that your success is dependent upon your actions. And it doesn't matter if you have a great upline or you have a non-existent upline, everything rises and falls on you. You're the one sending the messages. You're the one creating the social media posts. You're the one that is, you know, touching base with your clients and your members of your team. You know, sure, a little guidance from an upline may be great, but it is not an essential part of success, all right? And I just wanna put that out there. And I just love in this book that Eric Worre talks about a couple of different kinds of people. He talks about these people that are um, that just sort of look at at network marketing and they say, I'm, I'm lucky if I just sign up this distributor and I put them on my weak leg or my power leg or whatever it is, I'll be making bank. And so every day they're just looking forward to like hit it big, to hit the lottery. And they're just hoping they'll find that person. And those are your people that get frustrated very, very easily. And, you know, they're also your amateurs are your people that kind of look at network marketing and they're saying, did I get in early enough? Is the market saturated? Is the company too big? Is there, you know, opportunity? And so if you are saying to yourself, man, I find myself questioning that. I find myself asking if I'm really ever going to be successful. Did I really ever get in early enough? And you are honestly, you just have this limit. You're limited in your thinking. And I want to challenge you to kind of raise the ceiling today and say, if I want to be successful, then I have to match my skill level with the amount of enthusiasm. So you might say to me, and I get this message too, you're on fire, you're so excited, you just really want to be successful at coaching, you want to change lives, and you have this vision, and you're going to take it all the way to top coach. But then you don't have the skill to match it up. And maybe it's because you're just starting out. And so I want to say to you, match your enthusiasm with learning the skills of the trade. Learn to master what we're going to talk about today, and that is expanding your contact list and adding new people to your network. If you want to be successful at network marketing, you have got to take this enthusiasm and match it with skill. And I love this one part um, that I read in this book about the outliers, in the book Outliers. It takes 10,000 hours of practice to become an expert level. So if you are building your network marketing business four hours a day, it will actually take you seven years to become an expert. So I wanna ask you, how many hours, real hours, are you spending becoming an expert at your craft not just managing, not just doing the, the scroll of the newsfeed, but actually in the trenches, getting dirty, practicing and learning from your mistakes. It takes you 10,000 hours of practice. I guarantee you that many of you are going to quit before you ever reach an expert level. And so what I'm going to talk about today is saying, number one, don't become complacent. 
And don't use the excuse that you have run out of your warm market or you don't have anybody to invite or your family and friends doesn't want to buy anything from you or you live in a small town or you're shy or introverted or whatever excuse that people can find that they're going to tell me about why they can't build their business. And you have got to face that in the mirror and say, I am giving a legit excuse and I need to file it away in the excuse garbage can and I need to get some real talk. And so what are the things we need to do to expand our market so we can connect with others? I'm going to give you just about six or seven of those today that actually I used when building my business. Are you ready? Okay. So I want to just reiterate this again. You see me where I am today. You see me with over 80,000 Instagram followers and this YouTube channel and this successful blog and this successful Facebook page, right? But I want you to know I started my business on a Dell computer that I had to plug into the wall because it had no battery life. I had a flip phone with no Wi-Fi, less than 100 friends on Facebook, zero followers on Instagram, no physical complete transformation yet, absolutely no idea what I was doing. But I had passion and I was absolutely willing to learn the tricks of the trade and I was willing to practice them until I achieved the expert level, which means I failed as many times as I need to, needed to to find what worked. Are you doing that? Okay, first thing, when I launched my business, and even if you have already launched your business and you've been building your business for a while, first thing I'm going to say to you to do is this. Have you gone through your entire email, contact list, phone list in your, in your cell phone and sent everybody that you know, everybody whose contact information you have, a message to let them know that you've started a new business? The first thing that I did was I drafted up an email and I hit select all at that time on my Hotmail account. And basically I went through and I sent every single person in my contact list. I mean, old professors from college, people I went to high school with, people I babysat for, coworkers from my previous jobs, everybody, my mom's friends, my husband's friends, like anybody I had an email address got an email. And I just simply typed out an email and I said, you may or may not know, um, but I have been on this journey and my business is health and fitness. And I said, I've been on this journey to losing the weight after having my two kids. And in this process, I fell in love with a company called Beachbody. And through this process, I've lost 30 pounds. I've connected with this amazing community. I've learned how to eat very clean. I've learned how to fuel my body for, for energy and I don't have to starve myself. And I just want to shout it from the rooftops how amazing this company is and the products and the nutritionals that they have. And so I've decided I'm going to partner with them and I am going to, I'm going to start blogging my favorite recipes. I am going to start sharing on my social media, all of the tips that have worked for me. Um, I'm going to talk about meal planning. I'm going to support my own clients in an accountability and support group that is virtual. And if this is not for you, please forward this along to some somebody else that you feel like could benefit for it. And then I went on to say, and if you would like to stay up to date on sales, promotions, on recipes or meal plans or content that I put out there, respond back to this email and I will add you to my list. And I very simply attached a photo of my current progress update. 
I gave them all my social media links to connect with me where I was going where they could find me at with a very clear call to action and I hit send. I just didn't even think about it. I hit send. Now, it's important that we actually do that. We can't be afraid of what people think. We need to tell people what we're doing. We want people to go follow us on social media. We want people to start kind of, I like to say creeping, you know, like lurking in the dark, sort of watching but not saying anything because that, those moments before somebody actually asks for more information, they're, they're deciding whether or not you're the real deal, whether this is just another fad or, you know, the new business that you're starting to run. Like people are trying to decide if you really have some knowledge in this area and if you're trustworthy. So you've got to get it out there. The second thing that I suggest that you do, and at the time I started, live video was not yet a thing. And so now today, live video is a huge thing. Going live on Facebook, going live on Instagram, writing out your story, typing it out and going live and just saying basically what I wrote in that email, but actually doing that through a live video and talking to people about this huge dramatic life transformation, this new business venture that you're going on, how your business is different from other people's. And what I like to say is make a list of all the ways you want to help your future clients. Actually saying, this is what I envision my business look like. These are the kinds of clients I want to serve. This is how I'm going to help you. And here is my story. This is how this company has helped me and I am going to pay it forward. And putting a live video out there allows people to connect with you. I also would say follow that up with social media posts and Instagram stories. It is not overkill to do all of the things that I am telling you in the first few days that you sign up. The reason I tell you that is about, oh gosh, one to 3% of the people that you are friends with or are followers on Instagram actually see your stuff. It's crazy to think, but that just means you have to keep continuing to share the same story, the same content over and over again in hopes that it gets in front of the right people. All right, the next thing that I suggest that you do is actually sending private messages. So when I launched my business, when I sent the email, when I did the live and the post, I started to go through, first of all, everybody that liked or viewed it. If I could see somebody gave me a like or a comment, I would send them a private message. Thank you so much for the love on my launch post about my new business. I'm so excited. I was a little nervous to put myself out there, but I've gotten such an overwhelming positive response that I know that this was the right decision to make and I can't wait to get started. Would you like to know more about you know the services I have to provide or how I could support you um, in your own journey? And so put it out there. That would be a great private message. And go through. Don't prejudge. And just invite every single person that has liked or has viewed that you can see from any of your social media platforms. Then the next thing is I know that you have a list of people you could connect with. And this sometimes means taking a seat sitting down and making a list. Who has ever asked you about whatever particular product or service that you're promoting? Who has ever talked about, maybe you sell skincare, so it's like, okay, who's ever complained about their skin? Who's ever said they need to go get facials? Who's ever said to me they need to find, you know, they have wrinkles or starting to age? Like think of the conversations you have and start writing down the names of people that you know that you've had conversations about the product and program you are promoting. 
right? So then you're gonna send all of those people a message. Again, I use the Mel Robbins, five, four, three, two, one, send. So I'm gonna pause for one moment. Do you notice that everything I'm telling you to do in these first few days to grow your contact list has nothing to do with watching training from your company. It has nothing to do with the compensation plan, policies and procedures. It has everything to do with getting yourself in front of people and making connections, all right, and telling your story. I just wanna make sure you understand that growth in your business comes from doing the things that actually are going to help you get people signed up, all right? Okay, private messages. So you're gonna go down through everybody you can think of. Then you're gonna think of anybody and everybody that has ever talked to you about needing another job or their kids finally are all in school and they could really use some part-time income. People that, whatever industry you're in, if they love fashion, maybe it's gonna be a clothing company. If they love makeup, maybe it's gonna be a health and beauty company, right? If it's health and fitness, it's a health and fitness company. But you just wanna make sure that you are thinking of all of the people that would be really good at what you are embarking on. And it doesn't matter if you just signed up yesterday. I want you to invite those people and tell them that you wanna be business partners with them and that you have this vision and this is what the vision is. Don't tell them facts. Do not spout off facts about the company and how much they're worth and blah, 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 blah. Tell people why you're excited about the company, what you're gonna do, how you're gonna take them on the path to reaching their goals. Even if you just start out, you speak truth and vision. And the sooner you start inviting people to both join you in the opportunity and to join you as clients, the faster success you are going to have, all right? Now, the next one is adding contacts every single day. Not once a month, not when your warm market runs out. Do you hear me? I just had somebody this past week, and I'm sorry if you're listening, but that has said to me, I've never had to invite before. People just came to me. And I want to say, well, good for you, because that never happened to me. Um, but I also want to like bang my head off the keyboard because I do say this all the time. Even if you have people coming to you at the beginning, it will eventually stop. And if you aren't actively in adding to your contact list every single day, you're going to regret it because your business is going to come to a screeching halt. This is a core skill. Core skill is you adding contacts every single day. So let's take it like this. If you add two people a day, for six days a week over the course of one year, that is 600 new people you will add. Can I challenge you to do an average of two per day? So maybe you do them all on the weekend, but I wanna get you to do it. Now, everybody's gonna ask me, how do I add new contacts? And where do I add them? Do I add them on Facebook? Do I add them on Instagram? Well, what do you wanna grow? If you wanna grow Facebook, grow Facebook. If you wanna grow Instagram, grow Instagram. If you wanna grow both, then you're gonna do double the work, right? And so if I just look at, for example, who am I gonna add? I started with going to um, Facebook, and you can do this on Instagram too, but just simply searching my high school, the class that I graduated in. Am I connected to all of my people from high school? Yes or no? Actually, I wasn't because I was like very closed off, very introverted, and I just started adding people, all right? I did the same with my college. Um, if there was somebody that I was good friends with and I just never thought to add them on Facebook that all of a sudden my 
as I was scrolling through, you know, the names of people, I was like, oh my gosh, so-and-so had a baby. I'm going to send him a message. And all I did was say, you know, hey, Stephanie, I can't believe it's been 10 years since we graduated from college. How are you doing? You know, oh my gosh, your kids are beautiful. Like, what are you guys up to right now? And that's, I start a conversation. And so at, especially early, early on, that was what I was doing. Adding friends, send a message. Adding more friends, send a message. And so I would say to myself, do five every single day or five or 10 or 10 all at one time. And then I would move on. I did the same thing with my Instagram account. So high school, college, I was a part of a mops group. Every single one of those moms in the mops group, I would send a friend request to. Kids in the neighborhood, parents in the neighborhood, um, you know, anywhere, sororities from college, ne um, professional network mark networking groups, excuse me. Um, let's also think about just local community swap shops pages, you know. So I was would go looking for people to connect with. The next thing that I did once I, you know, and this took me a while, but I just kept adding and I would send messages when it was appropriate, but I never really said more than that because in my mind, I was attracting people to me and then I was going to build a trust through my content. All right. That was my goal was to let people decide and not spam them if they wanted to participate. The next thing that I did as a newer um, individual in the business was I'm an introverted person. I am shy. I like my small circle of friends. I don't love social gatherings. They kind of creep me out, but I do them anyways. And I always am thankful that I go to social events because I always meet somebody that I wouldn't have met otherwise. I make a great connection, but getting myself to events is hard. But I know that part of my job is to be a professional friend maker. And so I have done that since day one. If I get invited to a Pampered Chef party or a candle party or a jewelry party or a pottery or girls night out, I go. I go when I can. I don't make excuses, but I know that every time I go to an event, a gala, a school function, a neighborhood get together, it is an opportunity to make a new friend, to make a new contact, and who knows where the conversation is going to take me. I may just meet somebody that is going to be a perfect fit for what I have to offer. So instead of going into an event and standing in the corner, I have learned through lots of practice how to introduce myself and get out there and make friends. Another thing is I would go to the grocery store with my head down. I would grocery shop. I would never look at anybody. I'd go to the go to the checkout, put my groceries in my cart, go home. The, I would close the garage door before I even got out of the car so I didn't have to speak to people. And just something very simple I decided to do was, I was like, okay, every time I go to the grocery store, I will introduce myself to someone. I'm just going to make a new friend. Every time I go to the pool, I'm going to talk to a new mom that's playing with her kids and I'm going to make a new friend. And so I just, I never went in with this agenda of a sale. I just went in with an agenda of a friendship. And I would always wear, you know, clothing from my company or carry my cup or a hat or a bag. And I would always sort of have my food planned out. And naturally, the discussion would always go, what are you drinking? What are those containers? What does that shirt mean? And it allowed me to just sort of have a conversation starter with other people. Sometimes it happened that way. Sometimes nobody said a word. But I decided I decided it was up to me 
to make friends. I decided to put myself in a position where I could meet new people because trust me, they are out there and they are everywhere. You just have to make an effort to go out there and find them as well, all right? So those, as we kind of wrap this up and I wanna just kind of pull it in, the best way that you can grow your contact list, these things get you started but providing a great quality of service to your clients, your initial clients, your initial team members is going to help you in a couple of ways. You're going to either have loyal repeat customers that are going to buy from you over and over and over again because they love you and you've followed through exactly what you said is what you did. Those people also be, can become a referral source. They may shout you out. They may tag you in a post of somebody else that's saying, I'm looking for this kind of product. They may say, you've got to talk to my distributor. You know, Melanie, she's amazing. She can absolutely help you with your goals. Word of mouth and referrals are your best source of business. So I hope that once you get people signed up, you're doing your due diligence of supporting them so that they get the outcome they were hoping to get with your products and your services. The third thing is your people that sign up with you may also become your future team members because they will develop their own story with the product, their own success story, and they're going to naturally go out there and share it with other people too. And so if you can develop this core base of people coming in, people like new people coming in, new people that are clients of yours, people transitioning to team members. And if you can constantly keep each funnel from new current clients to distributors always in that funnel, you will always have business. But if you let one of those levers go, and let's just say you've got a huge influx of new clients, so you stop adding new people, you won't see it today. You won't see it tomorrow or even next week, but you'll see it six weeks from now. All of a sudden you'll go, oh my gosh, I have nobody new. And it's because you took your foot off of the gas and you stopped adding to people because you got comfortable. And I know that that happens, that whether you're brand new or you've been around for a while, there was at some point where you can say, I stopped doing the things that helped me to get where I was in the first place. There are always ways to connect with people. And the last tip I'm going to leave you with is an Instagram tip. You know, as we kind of transition to this Instagram life, and that seems to be a really hot spot to talk about right now, is location tags and hashtags. I make it a goal of mine to follow the hashtags of my current city and the biggest city near me. I will look for local businesses in the cities surrounding where I live at, and I have made it a goal to once a week go to either a small business, a restaurant, a locally owned restaurant, um, a juice bar, any kind of boutique, and just go and make some new connections, take some pictures there, shout them out on social media and vice versa. But if you wanna build local connections, use the local search functions and hashtags to be able to connect with your local audience. And if you really wanna get outside of the box, start a networking event in your area, all right? So when it comes to building a successful business, what did we learn today? It is absolutely up to you to be successful. Fire your upline. Tell them you'll only call them when you really need something. And if they're busy at that moment, you don't. it's okay. You're going to figure it out anyways. 
Remember that our profession that we work in is we need to chuck this amateur mentality, this luck mentality, this lottery ticket, this if I get, if I just find the right person, if I just got in at the right time, if, you know, it's not about where you're placed, who your sponsor is, the time that you got involved. Everything has to do with the skills of the trade. So I would love for you to lean into the skills of the trade of contacts, of expanding your contact list, actually reaching out and inviting, and I want you to track it. Because I bet if you get really crystal clear on where you're spending your actual business time, if you're not having new people coming into your business, I bet that this is one area that you have let fall by the wayside. All right, my friends, I hope this was super helpful for each and every one of you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. I love what I do. And if you have future recommendations for podcast episodes or topics, go ahead and send me an email at mjmitro at gmail.com and I will definitely put it on the list. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week and I will see you soon. Bye, everybody.